0: Namaste. I am with Dr. Ram Manohar. Welcome. Thank you. And he's is an Ayurvedic expert, a scientist, a Sanskrit scholar. Exactly the kind we need to clarify what is about Ayurveda philosophically, metaphysically, uh, in the framework, uh, which is different from the western system. And so, all the terms, all the thinking we do has to be in our framework. And if we just ca- casually translate things uh, to fit the western framework and impress them, actually we are doing injustice to ourselves. So, uh, Dr. Ramanur, this is, a, 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 this is the scope of what we are doing. Yes. Can we start with the purpose, the basic premise is that there is a balance in the body. Yeah. Uh, that has to be maintained. Yes. And that gets disrupted due to lifestyle, various various factors, factors, past karma, whatever. Uh, And so, we must understand what this balance is and it is individual for each person. Yes. So, how would you now, in western books, they have a term called homeostasis. Yes. So, is it the same thing or is it different and whatever it is, how, what is this balance?
1: Yes, I mean, if you really, I'll take up from that word homeostasis, if you look at that, there is no Sanskrit word that is equivalent to homeostasis. Because uh, in Ayurveda we have terms like Dhatu Samya, Doshasamya or Samayoga Vahi. These are the terms that you know describe balance. But if you really look at the meaning of these words, they don't come anywhere near homeostasis. So, while I would say that definitely there is very clear concept of how the body maintains its balance, they are well expressed through terms, but they don't really match with this modern idea of homeostasis.
0: So, what would be, how would you describe this uh, balance?
1: Yeah, because you know, if you look at homeostasis, uh, homeostasis is made of two words, homeo which means maintaining the same state and stasis means you know, a stable, uh, unchanging situation. Static. Static. And this is where the difficulty arises because in our thinking there is nothing that is static in this universe. The body is in a state of continuous flux. Mm-hmm. So to imagine that the body is you know preserving itself in a rigid uh, you know state, static state is contrary to the Ayurvedic way of thinking. Mm.
0: It's more dynamic than static. It's
1: very, very dynamic. So, in fact, even the word homeodynamics would come closer, even though it is not exactly uh, what Ayurveda means. But the whole thing is that, you know, the environment, the situations in which life is embedded keep changing. And balance means actually balancing with the environment. Not just, you know, balancing from inside.
0: That's very important. So, it is not, this is a very important point, uh, that this balance is not just internal forces and processes being balanced but all of these being balanced with the rest of the world also. Yes. Rest of the world could mean the eco-physical environment, the whole cosmos, mental relationships, all of that.
1: All of that. Because what we are, this is what Ayurveda calls as Samyak Yoga, that you have to strike a balance with everything around you. Mm. And that is what is health. Mm. Health is not defined. The health is an outcome of the interaction of the individual with the rest of the universe. Because we believe that the whole universe is interconnected. It is just one whole. Mm. And when you talk about even individual health, you cannot ignore.
0: So, describe this, uh, the nature of this balance with some examples to clarify.
1: Here, yeah. You know, f- for example, uh, the most Simple illustration that Ayurvedic texts give is about the movement of the seasons. The seasons keep shifting from extreme cold to extreme heat, and then we have the rain. So, this is continuously challenging the body to adapt itself, mm. and which is why in Ayurveda, Didacharya, Ritucharya, these are you know daily regimens, seasonal regimens become the cornerstone of uh, you know the measures that we have to adapt to maintain health. So, for example, in summer when the external environment becomes very hot, the body has to go into a mode of actually losing heat. Mm. So, the physiology of the body in summer is very different from that of winter.
0: Even in a 24-hour cycle?
1: Yes, even in a 24. We say that in the morning Vata is dominant, in the afternoon Pitta is dominant. Even the Doshas are never in balance. In the evening uh, vata is dominating, the night again it changes. Mm. So, there is no time where you can say that the body is, uh, you know, in a state of rigid normalcy. Mm. The values keep shifting. Mm. So, we, what we say as normal is, are the values in proportion to mm. the situations around, mm. Are is that response appropriate or not?
0: So, the balance, what constitutes balance? In morning may not be the same as what constitutes the evening. What constitutes in summer may not be the same as what constitutes in winter. So, the defi- the balance is therefore not a fixed uh, variable, yes. a fixed
1: couple Definitely of not. And so, Ayurveda uses the term Asthai. Mm-hmm. Asthai is non-static. Mm-hmm. Everything in the body is Asthai. Mm-hmm. Nothing remains stable. Right. And so, but still Ayurveda draws some boundaries. We say that everything moves through the cycle of Chaya, Vridhi and Samatva. Chaya is decreasing, Vridhi is increasing and sama is you know coming in between. Now this is the mechanism that the body uses to achieve balance. What Ayurveda says is any parameter in the body, the body has the ability to increase it, decrease it or bring it in into a state of you know, I wouldn't call it normalcy. We call it as a middle state. This, the body has the ability to modulate it and this is why the body is able to adapt. Hmm. So, the idea of balance in Ayurveda is very much linked to the concept of adaptation. Hmm. So, only by adapting you achieve the balance.
0: So, it's not like a doctor will set, do do the take a dashboard of Dr. Ram Manohar's body and adjust all the settings and say push button this balance
1: now. No. Not like doesn't doesn't <laughs> in fact, the ability of the body to go out of balance ah. is what helps it to survive.
0: Yes, because uh, it needs to go out of balance to be in balance in another situation. Situations.
1: When we talk about Samyak Yoga, it means that the Samyak Yoga means union.
0: Right. But that's what yoga means.
1: Yoga is union. So, Samyag what is samyak? Samyak means the appropriate union.
0: Okay, appropriate so, union.
1: Appropriate union with the external environment.
0: So, union could also be a wrong union. So, yes. this is so a, appropriate is, union.
1: Yes, Hina Yoga, Mithya Yoga, Ati Yoga. Hmm. Hina Yoga is inadequate. Hmm. Ati Yoga is, you know, excess, hmm. over adaptation. Right. And Mithya Yoga is the wrong adaptation. Right. And Samyak Yoga is the correct adaptation. Very good. So, Ayurveda says that disease is caused by the other three. That is, Hira Yoga, Mithya Yoga and Samya Yoga.
0: Too little, too much or incorrect? Incorrect. Hmm.
1: And this lack of adaptation is the root cause of disease. This is a very fundamental concept in Ayurveda. Hmm. And health is the ability to adapt appropriately.
0: Hmm. Very good.
1: So, even in extreme weather conditions, this is the test of health. A very healthy person would be able to quickly adapt to challenging situations. Yes. Whereas, a less healthy person would crumble even with the slightest changes in the extreme.
0: So, a healthy person is so fluid in their ability to modify that when the circumstance context changes, this person adapts adapts and regains the balance. Yes. Very interesting.
1: This is the key concept in Ayurveda. So, we look at the body as, you know, it's like the physiology is like a pendulum. It keeps shifting to both extremes and it can move in any direction, you know, as the situation demands. And making the body in such a flexible, you know, adaptive state is the whole goal of Ayurveda.
0: What does Samya mean? Because you use that term.
1: Yes. Samya means, you know, e- to equalize. So, it's like uh, you say the gradient in both places kind of gets equalized. When you, when you talk about osmosis, you know, when there is a place uh, where there is more salt and, uh, you know, the other compartment has less salt, it there will be a, get equalized. So, that samato, this, is, this word samato is wrongly understood as, you know, body maintaining things within a certain normal value. No. It means equalizing or neutralizing the effect of the external environment and the internal environment, bringing it into a state of balance. But
0: balance could be also as unequals or does it have to be equals?
1: Yeah, it is balancing in the state is that the net effect is, you know, when we say samatva means that the conditions are created for life to express. Hmm. But it
0: doesn't have to be that two things have to be the same in order to be balanced. There could also be a balance of of differences. Yes. Different things in balance. Balance. That Hmm? could also be there. That that could
1: also be there. Because in summer, as we said, the body has to lose a certain amount of heat back to the environment. If that heat gradient builds up in the body, then the entire structure will collapse. So, here the samatum is achieved.
0: Are there processes that kick in or are, are based on uh, gradients, differences?
1: Yes, because Ayurveda talks about uh, this concept of balance in terms of gunas hmm. and they are dvandva gunas. Hmm. You know, they create a nominal scale. It's like a continuum. Hmm. When you say ushna and shita, Guru and Mm. Lakhu—they define a continuum. It's like a gradient, Mm. and the the body is continuously moving like a pendulum across this gradient Mm. to achieve the balance of the gunas that is most appropriate for that given
0: situation. Mm. So it could be that uh, you know, like for instance, uh, you need a voltage difference for current to flow. Yes. So, maybe in the, if the tools, if the voltage were not different, was same, then there is no current flowing. No. So, if you want electricity, you need difference.
1: That is why the heat and the whole seasonal cycle yes. stimulates the living form. So, you maybe
0: know? one could say that some of the body processes actually thrive on a differential. Yes. A delta difference. Yes. And that's the basis. Exactly.
1: And that is why, I mean, this kind of stress is needed for the body to, you know, come alive. Right. And flourish. Only thing is if it goes into an extreme stress, then there is a problem.
0: I mean water moves because there's some pressure difference. Yes. So blood moves because there's some difference. Yes. So you inhale, exhale, all of this because there are some differences in response to which the body is doing these things.
1: Exactly. And that is what is created by the external we call this differences. We explain this in the language of the gunas. Mm. When the shita gradient increases. Mm then Oshana is activated. Right. And when the other thing happens, the opposite mechanism is set into motion.
0: So, these are, there are differences built in. These differences are not fixed settings. No. These differences create processes and these processes are balanced. Yes.
1: That's exactly the concept of dosha Samya, which is one of the ways in which Ayurveda explains balance of the, the system.
0: So, there is no… Absolute, static, fixed concept called normal. No. Tell us more about it. Yeah, because
1: actually, if I can also quote a verse, Mm. just for the authenticity. Very good. Susruta Samhita uh, tells this very explicitly. Vailakshanyad shariranam asthaituad tathai vacha, dosadhadu maladinam parinamam na vidyate. Vailakshanyad, shariranam vailakshanyad, because each body is different from the other. The parameters, the way it is, uh, the baseline, uh, you know, physiological baseline, it's all very different. And everything is in a flux. Because of this, there is no fixed measures to decide the normalcy of Dorsha This is a very fundamental statement in the Sushruta Samhita. We can talk about some ranges, but what is normal and what is abnormal cannot be, you know, a very fixed uh, measure.
0: Even for the same
1: person. Same person. Mm-hmm. For the same person and across individuals. Right. Because today we also know that, uh, uh, you know, like if you take uh, blood pressure and many other physiological parameters, even modern science is beginning to understand that for each individual, what is normal is different.
0: Mm-hmm. And then uh, commonly people uh, are told that in Ayurveda, the doshas have to be in balance. Yes. Now, we will discuss doshas in a later episode, later session. Uh, but just tell us what exactly does that mean that doshas have to be in balance.
1: Yes, doshas are actually representing this pattern of the movement of the gunas. Hmm. So, the entire movement of the gunas across this gradient hmm. is represented through the doshas. Hmm. So, through the doshas we are seeing the shift of these patterns in the body. Right. So when we say that in the morning kapha is increased, it means certain gunas have dominated in the body. There is a gradient increase now mm. of shita, snigdha gunas. Mm. And in the afternoon, when we say pitta is increased, it shows that the entire physiology has now shifted mm. in response to the heat that is, you know, increasing in the external environment. Mm. The body physiology also moves. Mm. So this is just the pattern of the gunas that represent the gradient. Mm. You know, the changes across these gradients of course dosha is a very technical concept and requires you know more uh, discussion to get a deeper insight
0: so can you summarize this idea of balance uh, uh, it is not uh, static it is dynamic uh, and what are what are the different terms you introduce some terms some sanskrit terms to yes. that are differently used so can you explain those terms and What's the difference among the terms? Yes.
1: You know, uh, as I was mentioning, Samyag Yoga is the key term. Okay. And this is important because it puts the internal environment and the external environment into perspective. Right. And shows their relationship. Right. So, this I would say is the key term. Term right. to talk about balance in Ayurveda.
0: But is it that um, my ability to achieve this balance with the external environment requires as a prerequisite that I should have internal balance to begin with? Yes, that is what I am coming okay. to. So, that <laughs> internal
1: balance is called as dhatu samya and dosha samya. Okay, So, only an individual who has this dhatu samya and dosha samya will be able to achieve samyak yoga. And that is why a single term like homeostasis doesn't convey this picture. Only when we stitch all these terms together. Mm -hmm. And in Ayurveda, we always talk in, not only in Ayurveda, I mean in all ancient knowledge systems where we use Sanskrit Paryaya. Paryaya vachana is the key. Because each word, each synonym actually gives you an insight on one aspect of that phenomenon. Right and they are all very context sensitive right so where you use a certain term is very important to put things into context and the right perspective right so that is why dosha samya means one thing dhatu samya means one thing Samyak yoga means something right so when there is dosha samya there is dhatu samya right and when there is dhatu samya then the individual is able to achieve what you call as Samyak yoga
0: so dosha samya leading to dhatu, dhatu samya, samya. Leading to, to some yoga with the external environment.
1: You know, when you talk about dosha samya, it's actually we are talking about the body's ability to make these shifts mm. at will. Mm. You know, it's uh, the flexibility that the body has to modulate. Mm. At will, the body can increase a certain parameter or decrease it or bring it into the center. Mm. This is what we call as dosha samya. Mm. When that is there, then all the structural elements in the body can be maintained, you know, within normalcy. Mm. So dhatus are actually the uh, elements, the structural elements that are formed to sustain the body. Mm. They are the transformed state of the food that we eat. Mm. So every dhatu, dhatu means that which supports the structure of the body, mm. needs to be, you know, uh, cooked and transformed in a particular way. Mm. This transformation will happen only when the doshas are able to. Kind of, you know, modulate themselves in an appropriate hmm. manner. Hmm. And so when there is functional integrity, there is structural integrity, then only the person can achieve a balance with the external environment.
0: Very good. So yeah.
1: this is the whole idea of balance in Ayurveda. Yeah. Yeah.
0: This is uh, very profound. And I think this is the, the unless a person understands this, yes. uh, this requires serious understanding. Unless they do this, they, they, they the whole uh, understanding of Ayurveda goes a haywire because they think that I, Ayurveda has this pill for my diabetes or whatever.
1: This is problem, I mean, like people now say what dosha I am. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you are all three doshas because right. you cannot be just vata, pitta or kapha. I mean, you'll right. be dead. <laughs> right. Because that's the most rigid way of looking at your system. Right. And this is, these kind of misconceptions are, you know, widespread. Right, right.